0: Okay, uh, Jail Joseph, you're nice. the director, you're also an author, right?
1: Are you uh, an author as well? No, I'm not an author, not yet. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm okay. A, di- a director, I do a lot of media work. Um, all right, okay. And-
0: <laughs> okay, so let's start. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming Jail Joseph the director of the acclaimed short documentary titled Territory that won Best Short Documentary at the annual Caribbean Tale Film Festival. Thank you, Miss Jill Joseph, for being here to talk with us about your documentary.
1: Thank you very appreciate- much for having me. I, I appreciate the invitation. Okay. Now, um,
0: I see. Let's start. Now, you are Dominican by nationality, Dominican by nationality, but you reside in Canada.
1: I'm Dominican, Dominican, <laughs> Dominican-born, Canadian naturalized,
0: <laughs> naturalized. Okay. Mm. Now, can you tell us what was the initial inspiration that led you to create this documentary?
1: Um, first of all, um, the reason why I I decided to venture out to tell the story of the indigenous people of Dominica uh, was as a result, I was I was actually doing my master's degree in media production at the Toronto Metropolitan University, formerly known as Ryerson University. And um, I I've always been very passionate about covering communities advocating for minority groups uh, uh, that I'm part of. And I felt compelled to share their story uh, for many reasons. One, my great grandmother was Kalinago, and Mm -hmm. I learned the Creole language, which isn't her mother tongue, but she knew Creole. Um, So I learned the Creole language through her when she came to live with us when I was a little girl. Um, And I also witnessed my mom who was a nurse, a district nurse at the time, uh, traveling to the, it was called the Carib Reserve at the time, but it's now Mm -hmm. the Kalinago territory. Right. Uh, So traveling there to bring our used clothes and um, she would bring regularly food items to Kalinago people. And uh, later on in in my life, I would, I remember she would take my sister's, Um, I would since moved to Canada, but she'd take my sisters. She had an entire ministry at church. They would make annual trips, you know, to bring food items to the Kalinago people. So in my mind, I always saw the Kalinago people as um, disadvantaged, um, almost outcasts from society because there were so many uh, derogatory terms that were used to to relate to them, some of which are still used today. Um, And I felt if I'm going to write on or or cover something or research something that I needed to do something that would advocate for change.
0: Okay, well, it's a great documentary. Okay, (laughs) now the Kalinago territory refers to that 3,700 acre of land that has been established for the Kalinago people, right? Yeah. And um, did they inherently, did they, you know, is it theirs? You know, like-
1: The history of the the 3,700 acre um, plot of land that they've been um, sequestered to, I should say, Mm -hmm. is what was, um, back in 1902, uh it became something that uh there was almost like a treaty like an arrangement between the the powers at the time and the kalinago people to to give them property or give them land that, that they would live on and essentially uh the the it wasn't referred to as crown land um but what happened uh, there are many things that happened in this. Is it was it was looked at as a good thing then because there they were trying to have this plot of of this 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 space, but if you look at the the general terrain of this of this land, um, it isn't the land that is that that Kalinago people essentially or indigenous people essentially uh, would use for. For, um, for agriculture. It's not the best land. It's uh-huh. also not close to the ocean where, if you know, historically indigenous people do a lot of fishing, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it was almost like they were given the worst part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and historically we've seen that happen across the board in many different places where indigenous people have mm-hmm. been sort of reserved to a a plot of land Um, and as a result they've lived on there ever since you know so they've almost like they've been placed on this land and said this is your land it's communal land you can't sell it you Mm -hmm. can't you can share it amongst it like you can you can trade amongst each other Um, but unfortunately the, the most, the most harmful part about this is that they can never use this land, for example, to go to the bank, to get a loan, to start a business, to, (laughs) so it is, it is unfortunately not a good thing, so to speak. So is it just land that they live on? yeah so they live they can live on it they can build on it they can farm they could do all sorts of things with the land but you know like one of the things that we know as 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 black people let's say because you and I are black and you know uh one of the things we know is that land is supposed to be um is supposed to be a, a way of of um advanced advancing ourselves yes advance ourselves yeah so we'll use it as collateral to to go to the bank to get a mortgage to Mm -hmm, build a house mm -hmm. we'll use it as um to go if we want to send our kids to a prestigious school we'll use it if we want to start a business the calinago people cannot do any of those things oh
0: my gosh
1: okay it's so sad (laughs)
0: Now, do, are are they the Kalinagos? Can they be compared to the Taíno's of the Caribbean?
1: Yes. So yes. they so
0: so Kalinago
1: and there again comes the historic um background of it is their their original name or the name that they were given, I should say, by colonizers were Caribs. Caribs, yes. So so you may know them as the Caribs and the Arawaks, which mm-hmm. were essentially the Kalinago and the Taínos. Wow, yeah. So the Kalinago people fought for their name, for that name to be reversed, and it was only in 2015 um did they regain control right? regain their their rightful name which is Kalinago. Kalinago, so they 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 asked for it to be struck off. Uh, and they're not referred to as Caribs, because mm-hmm. Carib essentially was a derogatory term that colonizers had used and uh, which termed them as barbaric and warlike and wow. all of these different things. So yeah,
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Now, while you were doing your research, you spent some time, right, with some of the descendants of the island's first people, right? Mm-hmm. How was that experience? traveling Ooh. with them and learning? um it's very
1: different than visiting yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you to see because yeah. when you like how it's it's set up you can go through the Kalinago territory on the regular roads and go right mm-hmm. through um in terms of the coast line of it you right. don't actually get into the community yeah. so so what's how it's set up right now is you would find like a lot of Um, basket weavers cassava makers Mm -hmm. along the the coastline when you travel through and it's it's great for tourism tourists can stop off you can see them making their stuff you can purchase and all of these things but when you get into the community that's when you see like so my very 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 first time going into the community um I had heard about a, a teacher who was very like like headstrong. She was she right. she's a, she was considered like headstrong. Like nobody would mess with her. And I wanted to kind of like because I try to pinpoint people who were outspoken because I felt it would be easier to get them to come and speak on camera to get them that that sort of stuff. So I went to a school where she was. It was a COVID still. <laughs> so obviously I didn't expect students to be at the school um you had to wear a mask and everything and when I arrived at the school with my team because my crew was always always with me my, my camera crew was always with me um there were there were children in the school like in little pockets right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I was like I found that kind of strange because I know from <laughs> knowing all of the children were doing school online right so I asked, like, what, what's going on? Like, how come children are in the school and whatever, and and they will the, the the teachers and the principal were like, well, a lot of our children don't have internet access at home, so teaching so online learning is 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 close to impossible for majority of our students. We have internet in the school, but we don't have enough devices,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Um, so I instantly like posted something on my social saying, there are 99 students in the school. There's only 14 people with devices. We need to get devices. And people started really responding, you know, oh like people started responding. And it was later on that I learned that devices were actually sent to the school months ago and someone had decided to distribute it to they wanted to and as a result the students were left disadvantaged right now now when I when I when I heard that I was just like I was like so taken aback like why why pick and choose you know and why why are they going through this like like my kid has like two three devices and (laughs) you know like I felt I felt hurt for it um and then I started you know then interviewing the interview process and interviewing people. So majority of my interviews were conducted virtually. I kind of went through the community just to kind of get a feel of what, what it was, what what it was like. And the people who ended up being the main characters in the film, um, when I spent time with them, I got to understand how all of these different issues kind of intersect with them as as native people mm-hmm. um you know and they they have gosh they have they have a lot of issues like i could not even touch on majority of them like there is the sexual abuse in their community mm-hmm. there is and it's and it's very high um, there is there's a history of people being um illegally adopted from their community. Uh, There's a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, And I didn't want my documentary or I didn't want my research to be, let's talk about all of the shitty things going on in the Kalinago territory. I wanted it to be, how can we get the hell out of this hellhole? Like, how Mm -hmm. can I advocate on your behalf and show that this is what you're doing to get out of the situation. And that's where Annette, Natasha, and Samosa emerged.
0: Okay. <laughs> what a thing. I mean, I, I just all, you know, this sort of thing happens everywhere mm-hmm. in all different communities. And I would imagine it with no law enforcement or no, you know, authoritative, um you know, people in the community do they have anything like
1: that leaders and um... no, of course they have a Kalinago chief um they have mm-hmm. I mean they're not they yeah, are they're sequestered but they they are they are they are abiding under the same laws that govern Dominica so so you can they can get arrested they can go to jail you know all of these things can happen it's just um it's a, a huge part of it has to do with segregation so because they're they're segregated or they made they're, they're they're almost treated as as outcasts mm-hmm. almost like you don't want to get involved all the time you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's not like it's not that you can't or they can't like they, there's a police station in the kalinago territory okay. really there's, yeah there's a police station there mm-hmm. you know um they've struggled um to get uh a health center. They used to have a health center there, um, but then lack of equipment. So they have like a lot, that is like a big issue because if you call an ambulance, it'll take over an hour to get to them. So yes, I know it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so like when, it when happens. you hear these things, like, like the, their water system, they probably have water two days of the week, like running water, you know, like they take the water constantly um they had no internet service whatsoever during the time I was there like it was like nothing I felt like I was I felt like I was on an island in the middle of the ocean and I was just with them on that island because even communication with other people in Dominica could not was not readily um Available. Are they not aware
0: of what's going on? Are they uh, yes. of course so they are aware of
1: what's going on in that territory then? Well, the I had to speak about it because a huge part of Dominica's marketing is about the Kalinago people. Really? Yes. Oh so because, it's a, it's so if they attract tourists, is it? Of course, because they're indigenous they're indigenous, but they're also they're also well I shouldn't say that they're net extension they're the only lo- they're the largest group of indigenous people in the Caribbean in, oh really yeah more than the Maroons in Jamaica so they they yeah. they have they are the largest um native indigenous group in the Car- that you find in the Caribbean okay right okay, so to know so, so so they make up um about uh about three thousand, but they but they they're like very much. They practice a lot of their 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 same traditions and stuff. Um, so because of that, it's a it's sensationalized. They do speak English though, right? They speak oh, English. Yes, English. What? Well, well, you. What's their you main remember, religion? If you remember, um, if you remember. Uh, what colonizer, if you know anything about colonization, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we're all our products of colonization, especially me as a Caribbean um, person, you know, my ancestors were slaves, right? Um, um, So no, with that knowledge, you would understand that as a result of colonization, they stripped you of your name, Mm -hmm. they stripped you of your religion, they stripped you of your language right so so as a result to assimilate everybody is either catholic or protestant or or whatever or everybody either speaks english or french which were the dominating languages uh, or spanish at the time everybody um pretty much behaves like they're yeah right so so that's what colonization did right yes so so their language is close to extinction like their own there's only like one or two people that still speak the language Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there's a there's a kalinago um dictionary but it's it's translated into french and i'm hoping that they can get it translated into english and it was done by a priest so that he can understand them so he could switch them from their religion to catholic um Catholic um uh to becoming Catholics so I mean that's how we so they're 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 wrong so
0: what do you see what do you see for the future though what do you see for the future
1: How for them for them with the level of um of empowerment going on within their community um (laughs) I don't want to I don't want to, I don't want to say too much, but, but if you know the history of Kalinago people, and I'm going to give you a little bit of their, their history, Dominica was the last colonized island in the Caribbean. And most people wonder, might wonder, or might not even know that, but they might wonder why that was because the Kalinago people protected the island so if you came out into dominican waters your ship would get lost that was the end of you oh really that was the end of you um so they they protected the island fiercely there were there were about three treaties that were made between the kalinago um the both the kalinago and the garifunas from saint vincent Mm -hmm. uh, uh, with colonizers in order so that they were they would not mess with them okay so as a result of that that's why they were deemed warlike because i mean obviously if you come after i mean we see now in 2023 if you try to cut ukraine and and russia they're fighting right so obviously you're going to protect what is yours which is what doing against russia so Mm -hmm. if you come to my island obviously i'm going to protect it which is exactly (laughs) what they did and 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 as a result, they Dominica they, they, they maintain a lot of practices like their agricultural practices, which is why you can throw you can throw seeds in the ground on Dominica and to grow. The mm-hmm. land is so fertile. Fertile it was not bled like ha- what happened to Haiti, you know. Um, like we did we didn't have Dominica was is still very much untouched, right? And that is because of the Kalinago people period that is because of them like there's there's no other explanation right do they, they carry on with the same traditions do they keep course, up their traditions of right course, of course they do so now because now so that is their history in 1939 they ha- there was this thing called the Carib war which happened in Dominica where the they would they they would go back the Kalinagos would leave Dominica and they would go to neighboring French islands to buy like their cheese and their juice. And you know, they they took the boat and they went across and they came back, you know? And what was happening during that time was the other people who lived in the bourgeoisie's area didn't have that access. Mm -hmm. And it was always like, how these people can have all of this and we don't, you know? (laughs) So they put this rule that that, that prevented them from bringing in their stuff. And they retaliated, which happened, which created the Carib War, where people were killed. Uh-huh. People were killed. Yes, really? people were killed. <laughs> the police actually were run out of the community. They literally <laughs> ran after the police, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, so they know how to protect their own, mm-hmm. and if they mobilize together, I say no more. Oh. that's it (laughs) (laughs) I say no more I I, I think they are very much empowered a lot of them are going on to universities and coming back a lot of them are very well educated they have doctors in their communities they have nurses Mm. they have people coming up wow yeah so so when I say coming up I mean like a lot of uh, back gone are the days when they were they were oppressed Mm-hmm. Now there are organizations like you've you have um um scholarships that the university of the west indies offers that is directly d- directly um makes provision for people like them. So as a result, they're they're mobilizing. Yes. And and they're a strong, there's so much of a strong network. The prime minister of Dominica just named the president of Dominica. just elected and that's a kalinaga woman the first woman president is a kalinaga woman are you serious they're they're getting there they're strong they're a very strong nation and they they essentially want to be able to operate as a nation within a nation um but there are a lot of political pressures and political turmoils that goes on and we had we just just a couple days ago the very first female president of dominica is that's, a Kalinaga woman
0: that's wonderful isn't that
1: something so the future does look bright i mean
0: you know for the future
1: them. looks bright but a lot of changes have to be made and a lot of these yeah. changes come from the structure the institutional um uh, and systemic structures that govern the island
0: do they have like a national product that you'd say the kalinagas are known for well everybody knows that
1: it's cassava so they're known cassava. for their cassava and yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're very good at at using at and making their cassava bread. And even like <laughs> Natasha, who's in the film, she um she owns uh tilu kanawa, which is which means in Kalinago language, then Litakano, which is a restaurant where she makes all these different cassava-inspired dishes. Um so cassava is their their main, their main staple. Oh
0: gosh, I like cassava. I didn't know that so are there are there any people of the Kalinago that are living abroad? Of course
1: of course <laughs> when i did my when I did my film, um a woman a woman because we had a q and a um at the the opening of the festival, mm-hmm. and a young lady stood up at the end and she was like she was near tears because her dad was Kalinago, and mm. she said that now she understands why her dad felt so much shame about being Kalinago. Oh, you know she God. she never understood why he didn't want to be referred to as Kalinago. Um, so there are a lot lots of people all over the world, you know, living all over the world uh, who are of of Kalinago descent. okay
0: <laughs> now, um, Jail, we must congratulate you on your short documentary, you know, winning the best short documentary. Now can you tell us where can we see the film though? Where right can... now,
1: it's no longer at the festival, but it just got accepted to the Gary Funa uh, Film Festival, which is in, in California. Okay. So I'm not sure if they're going to have a vir- if they'll have a virtual um, viewing. Um, I'm at, and I'm in the process of getting it on prime. That's Amazon prime Amazon. Okay. Uh, so I'm just in the process of it. Um, I haven't gotten a, approval yet. Um. So yes. it's been submitted and stuff. So I'm waiting for that, um, that approval. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I I hope to do it, uh, to run it in in Dominica, um, in December. So in December. So. In December.
0: Yeah. So how soon can we see it though? Um, maybe we should have
1: done this interview when
0: it was available <laughs>
1: to be yeah. seen the the thing be when 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 films are in festivals you have to grab it if you don't grab it right you then and there use it because because um w- certain festivals put a lot of restrictions on where it's available like so if the film is is out in the, for public um in the public domain it's less likely to get into certain festivals so because festivals want to have like the coveted you know like right. be gone first and yeah. whatever yeah. so. Um, so it's not available anywhere else right at this moment. It was available until the 22nd of September for th- it ran for three weeks virtually. So a lot of folks <laughs> got to see it that way, but right at this moment, unless until I get approval from prime, it won't be available.
0: Well, we'd like to know. Um, so you'd have to let me know so I can let our viewers know. Now, as we close out, um, so what would you like the viewers when we do see it, um, what would you like them to take away from the documentary that you did?
1: Well, essentially I my the purpose I wanted my documentary to advocate for change. And I feel, and i and I've said that at countless interviews, that I think as um as Dominicans, as the Caribbean people, as people from of Caribbean backgrounds and heritage, uh, we should do better by Caninago people. Uh, because uh, a lot of and even like you know we're so worried about climate change and their practices are are so are so innovative
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know in the sense of if we learned a lot of it we would know what to do and how to do things better I think we should just do better by them I think better a lot of times you know funding is is received on their behalf and they never see it you know oh. yes oh yes um so that yeah. happens quite often yeah oh, and yeah. and i just want us to be able to do better do better by them do better um allow them access to the same things don't use derogatory terms to refer to them you know mm-hmm. like treat them like regular human beings because they're what regular
0: they're- human beings right they don't wear tutus or any crazy attire. They dress
1: well, like us, right? They dress like us. They have <laughs> their traditional wear that they wear during their traditional performances. Yeah. But other than that, they, they're they regular people. They're regular people. Well, I learned something new.
0: Um, I definitely did. And I enjoyed it. Um, it was nice talking with you. But I'd like to know when the film is available to be viewed. So you must let us know, okay, when that happens. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jail. It was so thank nice you. meeting you. Thank you very much for your time. And talk. we'll talk take again time. soon, all right? All right, take care. Have a great afternoon. You Bye-bye. Too. Bye-bye.